Build that drama. Maximum blockage. Build on that drama. Maximum blockage. G'day everyone and welcome back to another exciting episode of Maximum Blockage where we build that drama. On today's episode we'll be covering the garage, the terrace and the redo room which was the Monday's episode and we're joined by Bredo again. Hey I'm back baby. How's it going? Uh, good, by unpopular demand I'm back. Well, we haven't actually had any emails, so it could, you could your job could be safe, I guess. Well, that'll give you dad time to um, make some more notes and get all amongst it. That's it. Uh, so, what did you think of the episode? I thought it was not too bad. Way too much of uh, some things, and then they backloaded all the actual drama. To the back end of the episode. Absolutely. Facebook afterwards was fun, though, I must admit. I had a bit yeah, of... Yeah, you had a good time? I had a good time. Yep. So anyway, we start with the walk around. And we started it out with Mitch and Mark walking around, tearing down Jesse and Mel's in an attempt to make theirs seem better than it actually was. Yeah. I so you have this lavish wine cellar yeah. and then a cheap, cheap pokey bathroom. Powder room was OTT and this is cheap suburban. I don't what? get the space. This was a half a point difference to us. The artwork's too low. It doesn't relate to anything. It's just furniture. We're the only ones who finished. That's not finished. Radio, gloves off. Let's see what the undercards think. Well, I don't know. The only one who finished was them. I didn't think... You look at all the defect stickers they got. Mm, yeah, that's sort of... I think I thought that was hilarious where they're like, oh, look at this artwork that's too low. And it's like, oh, so you're going to complain about that. But the fact that, like, your skirting isn't even attached, it's literally yeah, sitting on the wall, just sitting it's there. fine. Yeah. Like, no. Like, their finished is super, like, liberal. I think that they're talking about the country half the time. Ours <laughs> <laughs> has a real finish affair. <laughs> or maybe it's, like, how they think deception... Like, no, it's got more of a... Yeah. ...means different to no, what it it's does. No, more, it's more Dutch than Finnish, oh. I think, fellas. Come on. <laughs> I was just like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, no, nah, they're like, well, ours is finished. Yours is terrible. Yeah. Like, but that's them. They won, and so they're sitting there just ripping on the second placeholder... Like, for them to have a go at Jesse's wine cellar, when then we see their wine cellar, yeah. you're like, how are you having a go at this wine cellar? It's much nicer than yours. The other thing is, I don't necessarily think they're ripping on Jesse and Mel's because they come second. I think that they rip on Jesse and Mel's because it's the closest in quality. Oh, okay. Like, because when they went through Matt and Elisa's last week and they're like, oh my God, this is the best. Like, yeah. we didn't see them go through anyone else's this week, really. But I think that they more rip on Jesse and Mel just because of competition reasons. Oh, okay. Yeah. Competitiveness. That's it. All right, but then we get to see everybody else going to Mitch and Mark. Ooh, those lights. Glam, striking and bold. The judges were impressed by a completed house one. This house never fails to surprise. A swing and a miss with their tile choice. Alarm! It looks like a safety edge. But quickly back on their feet with the winning combination, wine cellar, stairs, and Kate Moss-inspired third guest room. Wow. <laughs> We've just finished the internals of this magnificent home. We love it. Well, let's see what the runners-up think. What's a wine thing? <laughs> like, how do you get in there? <laughs> Mel couldn't even get in there. Yeah, and I'm short. You wake up every morning and you look at a blank wall. This is the room you put your friends in that you don't like. I usually don't care, but this is a joke. The judges are off their heads. <laughs> well, I think the judges 100% got the decision wrong. It's an all-in brawl. Bring in the undercards. Ooh. 
Oh no. No. That would have to be the worst thing I have ever seen. Not a fan of the tiles. Yeah, it feels like you're in a biohazard zone. Right. No. That was what the big hoo-ha has been about. Is this what they're saying that it looks like Kate Moss just left here? Yeah, because she was sick. She was like, no thanks. I think if we're going off who has accomplished the most, probably Mel and Jessie. I really think Jess and Mel's, in my opinion, I liked it more. Oh, without a doubt, Jessie and Mel should have won last week. I think we are the, the clear winners. I'll be interested to see what the people at home think if they think that I'm being... Um, Follow yourself? Maybe, what's the word? Overconfident? I don't know. Maybe, yeah, if they think I'm being a sore loser or if they agree. Whatever, Scotty. I think that the people at home definitely agree that theirs was better. Or that Scotty doesn't like Jesse because they had some words and it's got nothing to do with the rooms, maybe? Yeah, I think Scotty should. Go stick your head up your ass, you <laughs> idiot. <laughs> got him. Good one. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah, no, well, all the contestants are seeing what we're seeing. Like... Mitch and Mark's, that bedroom is terrible. Unless you're middle-aged. <laughs> well, I don't get it. It's a couple Over of lamps 50. on some ugly side tables. In any other week, the judges would have said those side tables are terrible. Yeah. I don't, the tiles didn't work for me. No, the, those the tiles wine are storage The wine cellars does not work. Atrocious. So. Yeah, like all, every other team. Not, so you're like, oh, just, you just saw a loser or whatever. Every other team was like, "This is bad." Even the Dan and Danny. Uh, Danny gave it to uh, gave it to Andy and Deb, even though it was unfinished. Well, so everybody loved Andy and Deb's, but disregard thought, her score. But Dan gave it to Jesse. Like and it Mel. was hard to know what the judges were actually judging. Like yeah. I went through this before, where Scotty said, "Like they're doing the media room and the hallway on level two and the st stairs." Yeah, was uh, it? Yeah. So I don't know. It's basically everything inside <laughs> but the garage. But that's not what he said that they were judging. Like, they were judging the media room and the hallway. He might have said at one point they were judging 15 rooms or something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they take into work. Yeah, it's hard to it. know what's going on there, but anyway. But I enjoyed Tessa's account of uh, the Kate Moss-inspired room. Got the win. That room where they said it looks like Kate Moss had just left, does she shop at an op shop? Are her shoes filthy hooker Grey Street shoes? We only got... Yeah, got them. <laughs> Stay down. So Sweet test work. Man, she is funny when she's not trying to be. Yeah, I know. So good. I love it. Um, I've got to admit, I didn't mind Elise lately. I think she's been quite good too. Yeah. Okay. When well, she's not crying, she's, she's hasn't quite cried a nice for a while. I yeah. think she's really like staunched up a lot. Yeah, which is good. But anyway, so we go to Matt and Elise. <coughs> I just want to know how can they afford Dave Franklin yep. when they were oh, pretty close to running out of money. The thing that upset me the most about this is that Mitch and Mark stole my Bob Franklin joke. And they didn't even do it right. Well, I wrote down Mitch and Mark being funny about his name, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. So upsetting. Also, like, what... God damn, I've got to get rid of that joke now. Yes, gotcha. What do you reckon about the fireplace? The wood fireplace? Uh, yeah, no, it's interesting. I liked it until I saw the graffiti art on it. Yeah, I think I'm more of a fire pit. Man. Oh yeah. So, Understandable. Absolutely, because you can put the pit like in the middle of a everywhere. couch. Yeah. And some seats. And it's movable. So yeah, everywhere else they do a couch and two chairs. And that would be perfect on the back deck with a fire pit. Yeah. So is anyone gonna do that? It doesn't look like it. <laughs> nice. But anyway. Um so then we go to Mitch and Mark. Well actually Dan and Keith. 
defect Dan and Sticky Cobweb Keep. King? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, okay. Anyway, they find 50 defect defects on the ground floor of a Mitch and Mark. Yeah. So basically a defect could be as little as a, a hole in the wall or a paint being terrible. Even uh, a drip in the paint. Yeah. A defect. So that, that is... It doesn't really mean anything, but 50 is heaps. Considering how much they pump up the tyres of their tradesmen. Yep. It is ridiculous that All they have that seven of them. And then... <laughs> well, the thing is that the judges, a lot of their winning roomness came from the bottom floor with all of these defects. I know I go on about it. Get a tradesman in there to critique finishes because it should matter more than if a painting is at the right height or not. Yeah, that whole this painting is at the wrong height thing is silly when it's like, oh, yeah, we didn't paint the wall properly. Yeah. Who cares? Like, to move a painting up a couple of inches as opposed to having to repaint an entire wall, it doesn't make any sense. You're not wrong. Um, so then we go to Tess and Luke, and they've got a massive 250 kilo concrete dining table for their formal dining area. Yeah, now. which is weird. I don't know why they've gone with concrete when everything else in the house is timber. Yeah, I I don't know. Plus, it's heavy. It sucks to move. I didn't get a good look at it. Did you get to see the table? Or they never still... pulled it out of the box okay, yet. Righto. Because so... I was watching this in a unit on a tiny television <laughs> while the kids were yelling at me. Yeah. And then I tried to watch it again on my phone, and I had terrible Wi-Fi in uh, Rocky. Yeah. So it was yeah, it was a real hassle. And I'm like, what What does this table even look like? What's going on? Why yeah, would no, you do this? It never got unboxed. It's oh, a big surprise for me. Why later. didn't they just repurpose the table they already had? I think because it was too square. I guess. Okay. I and guess if we see this thing and it's round, what's well, super oval? long? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, but you could just. Join, like, do... Like, Mitch and Mark's upstairs is, like, slats of wood, the petition, like, a bit in the middle, and then more slats of wood. Yeah, you could just do that. You've already spent three grand yes, I on know. that. I get... What are you gonna, What are they going to do with that? Oh, maybe they'll put it upstairs. Well, maybe. It was in their dining room when they were all talking later on in the yeah. app. So, I don't know what they're going to do with it. They better use it. Oh, That's crazy. I hope so. Such a waste of good timber, otherwise. So, then we go to, like, the second plot... In the episode, which is Deb losing oh, her car. This took up way too much time. This just dragged the episode on for nothing. It was funny, but the payoff wasn't worth the 40 minutes it took. <laughs> no. Uh, they call the cops, which... Shouldn't they get a fine for stupidity? Uh, like, you're yeah, wasting cop time. Isn't it exactly the same as if you prank call a cop, you get fined for it? It's not exactly the same. <laughs> well, well, I don't know. If they tried to find you, you could take it to court, but they got to prove that you meant to do it and all that. Like, yeah. um, there's a little thing in crimes known as intent, Josh, and so there's that. I think that the producers were intending to make drama by this. That's <laughs> yeah, they definitely knew where that car you was the whole time. You can't tell me they don't have a tracker in these cars. No, they absolutely knew where the car was the whole time. Or, but th- yeah, if that section where Andy went and picked up Deb, they cut that down to two minutes. Instead of the, it feel look. I'm sure it was only like seven or eight minutes, yeah. but it felt like twenty. If they cut that down, and he came and picked her up, and then they just showed them drive past, and Deb go, "No, I definitely didn't park here." Just showed that, and the then thing- went, "Here's the car," and showed the footage of them driving past. It would have been much funnier. So yeah, it seems like Deb's really lost the plot a bit. But I guess it's just making them super tired. Yeah, so tired. They're too tired. Like I was saying the other day, they're so tired that I think they're actually losing drama. 
yeah, Jess asked me, she was like, oh, if I did that, would you wouldn't have acted like Andy did. I'm like, no, I would have yelled and been like, you parked the car way further away than you said and you forgot. Yep. Andy handled it Absolutely. much better than Andy's I would be able to. such a top bloke. Man, he's good. <laughs> yeah. Such a good couple. They're the best. But also, in my defense, I let little things get to me. Big things? Who cares? Yeah. Little things? Oh, yeah. You're the king me. of microaggressions. Yes. But they blow out. Anyway, so then we go to Matt and Elise, and they're listening to the judges in the kitchen. So they're getting rid of the range hood. Oh, yeah. Everybody's talking about their room that they're going to there because yeah. they can d- redo a the room. The redo room. Yeah. Um, so they're going so to redo the, the kitchen. Get rid of the uh, coffee machine and yep. the oven, I guess, is what they said. But I don't. I don't understand. One of isn't it one of the ovens? Yeah, the one that's next to the coffee machine, yeah. and make that more. Which is fine. Get rid of the coffee machine. You don't need an inbuilt coffee machine. It's ridiculous. Yeah, which is, that's fair enough. But the whole reason that they're doing it is because there's not enough bench space. There's enough bench space. Well, Elise reckons that we listen to the judges, and there's not. But so you're gonna like chop all of your vegetables like over. Like the whole point of there not being enough bench space is between the sink, yeah. and the stove. But you look at the bench. If they take all the stuff off it, like there was like uh, flowers and stuff on the bench when they presented, you take that off. There's plenty of room on that yeah. bench. But getting rid of the range hood is great. Yeah. That well, even if is, she bangs her head on it, yeah. it's like... And she's pretty God, short. So, yeah, it must be real annoying. But, yeah, getting rid of that. It was funny where um, Matt's like, yeah, that thing's going to weigh a ton. How are we going to get rid of that? Oh, she, <laughs> and she's like, Tom and Jerry and kisses I've, her guns. I've never heard them call that. They've no. been called Des and Troy. Yeah, Des and, and Troy every time. Uh, Des Troy. But um, I guess she a watches ton, too much cartoons. I don't think Elise can actually help with that. <laughs> well, I think just, it was a metaphorical <clears throat> ton. So, they 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 are they swapping... Uh, I can't remember. They're swapping from gas stove to induction. To induction. So they don't need the range hood. Yep. Okay. Great. I guess. I don't know how that oh, works. Oh, well, I thought, sure. but then they were also going to have it like something sucked down. Oh, like, okay. They Through said, the, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that makes it's sense. What they said. I didn't quite get it all, but yeah. Yeah. I watched it on a big TV in my bed and I didn't even hear <laughs> this part, I guess. Yeah. Um, so then we go to Scott and just something that he said that. M- is bizarre. He, he said that Andy and Deb are the richest on the block. Yeah. So are they back to being the richest? They have been for ages. They just didn't win that savvy saver a couple of weeks ago because Matt no. and Mitch lied about how much money they had. But remember when they did the um, the budgets and they said that Andy and Deb, all yeah. three middle houses were broke yeah, and they, they weren't going to finish? They were just completely wrong. Maybe they confused the amount of money Andy and Deb had with the amount of money Mitch and Mark had. Or they just went, oh, they the, went, the lever's see. meant to be free, not Andy double. Andy and Deb, uh, oh yeah, they pulled the double lever by mistake. Yeah. No, let's see, Andy and Deb and Mitch and Mark, uh, practically the same people, we'll just swap their monies, it'll be fine. I guess more so, I just want to point out some plot holes. So Andy and Deb this. are still the richest, where are they going to spend their money? I don't know. Where are they planning to spend their money? On trades? Because they're like, not doing anything fancy out the back deck or anything. Why did Andy have to hang sheets then if he was the richest? Why wasn't he allowed to get people in? Well, you should still hang your own sheets. Though. Oh, I know, but like he was terrible at it. Yeah, but practice, practice. Okay, fair yeah. enough. But like you know what I mean? Like It just makes no sense. No. Um, so then I guess we'll talk about the major plot thread, which was Mitch and Mark's budget yes, issues. Yes, the plot thread that they pushed miles back in the episode for no reason with so much filler. Yeah. It was insane. Well, I had a look at the ratings and for some reason they counted the block versus um, have you been paying attention? Okay. But like, have you been paying attention started after the block finished? Yeah, all right. Like I saw the entire episode, so I was okay. like, 
this makes no sense, but sure. Yeah. Um, so we start with uh, Mitch and Mark blowing their own trumpet. Come on, we used to go there. So you want to try to win both? Just to see them congratulate us, that's all. Mitch was out and I was going. Yep. Uh, so win all three. Go for it, boys. Yeah, but you got hollow victories. Like, that, this just shows how delusional they are, where they're like, everyone else sucks but us. And it's like. Yeah, and they're still super grumpy. They're still grumpy grandpas when they win. Yeah, I suppose so I like, haven't seen everyone them. else's room is terrible. We should have got even more points. Yeah, it's like you won. Can't I, you just? Oh, not everyone else is happy enough for us when we win. You're not even happy for yourselves. They're like Elise that time when she never got happy when she won. Yeah, but yeah, anyway. that, it's Mitch and Mark have taken that because Elise has like stopped crying every time she loses. And they're like, well, somebody's got to step up their delusional game. Here we go, baby. Yeah. It's time to be grumpy when we win. Woo! Well, they've picked a pretty good candidate. So yep. this is uh, the explanation yep. of the budget. Going through looking at invoices that had come in. But as I looked through the budget, we'd had a couple of bills that came in that were a lot larger than the estimate that we had and that we've discussed. So we're a couple of, we're two grand in the, in the room. If we can pull back here. But that doesn't include you. Okay, two grand in the red, that that doesn't include Jace. Uh, yeah, so his bills this week, I guess. Yes. So they do go on later to say how much that they're actually charging, but I might save it in case it's in a clip and I don't want to wreck that for them. Yeah, uh, well, they, the, the amount's a bit iffy, but I'm sure they'll sort it out by the end. But yeah, they're in the red. Yeah. So, so how did they get this far in trouble? I don't know. Before someone picks it up. Like, how is Mitch the one to pick it up? Yet they've won a savvy saver for being the best budgeters. Yeah, the last savvy saver went went to them to having for having the most money. Do you think it's a little bit fishy that he forgot his dongle? dongle? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, we don't have our dongle this week. Oh, we've won the savvy saver. Oh, now we're out of money. As much it's like, what as, is going on? As much as it hurts me to criticise my beloved Melbourne Storms, but it reminds me of. Uh, when they had the two books running. Oh, yeah. And that's how we were paying players. I yes. guess that's what they're doing with trades. Nice. But uh, anyway. What do you mean when they were doing that? We're not the Sydney Roosters. You think they've stopped doing that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they have. I just think every other club has started. They're like, oh, yeah, that's pretty good. So, uh, exactly. In, yeah. in this, while they're sort of discussing the money, it shows Mitch being super selfish because he goes... Uh, Mark goes, oh, so that Graphico wallpaper that you've ordered, we're going to have to cancel it. And then Mitch is like, oh, no, you've got to ring up and cancel it. And yeah. it's like, you're yeah, the shopper. Because like, Mitch sees all the money trouble as Mark's fault for not um, negotiating with trades and staying on top of the money. Mitch is like, all I do is shop. Everything else is on you. Yeah. Literally everything else. No wonder the Woman's Day is reporting them being on the rocks. Well, <laughs> he has to take a little bit more responsibility. Like, Mark has to do all of the money planning and deal with all the trades. Mitch is like, oh, I'm just shopping. Yeah, I'll just come in for camera to do something stupid so that I yeah. can get my stupid like he, face out there. There's not even that much footage of him painting. Yeah. Like, what? It, all he does is shop. Exactly. And, and then slags off the other couples. He does a... Great That's job it. of it. <laughs> um, so then, basically, Mitch sort of decides that after today, send the trades home, and uh, they can sort of work on their budget overnight and decide where they get from there. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's going to ring some trades, see if they can lower, the, bills lower the bill, because, you know, they did get estimates that they said were lower. Yeah. So, I mean, it's surprising that they didn't just get quotes, but I guess people aren't that 
keen to give them quotes on such short notice. Yeah, well, it takes a long time to to quote and stuff like that. But anyway, so Some people take months to quote. Exactly. Mitch (laughs) gets upset because Mark decides to send the trades home and he's like, that should be a mutual decision. But anything that's wrong is your fault. Yeah. Mutual decision. Exactly. It makes no sense. It's very Tess first couple of weeks. Yeah. You know, you've got to deal with all the trades. I'm going to fire people willy-nilly. Oh, this is all on you, Luke. So like, that- he's really like gone, all right, so Elise has dropped the ball in not being like, she wins and bees grumpy. She's not doing that anymore. I'm going to pick up that. Oh, somebody's not blaming their partner for everything and like sending, you know, going, oh, the trades are like a group thing, but only you have to do all the bad stuff. Yeah. Oh, Tess has dropped the ball on that. I better pick up the ball on that. It's like, oh, all the other couples seem to be like working things out and finally working as teams. All the bad stuff, I better grab it. <laughs> yep. So then uh, Mark sort of goes a bit catty and he sort of starts questioning people, which I think is very unfair. I think there'd be a mix of people maybe surprised, shocked and... Excited. Excited and happy. Yeah. That's just them grandstanding again a bit where they're like, oh, people are going to be happy we're out of money. No, no, no. Only Jesse grandstands. Exactly. But yeah. anyway... Sorry, I forgot that was before. But the that's place. them. Like, they think the worst of all the other couples. Yeah. And then they act like that's what the other couples are like and then treat them the same. And then are, like, surprised when the other couples are like, you guys are kind of being dicks. And they're like, well, you, you guys are hella dicks because we thought in our head that you were happy that we lost. And it's like, well, no one said that. Yeah. And, oh, when we won, you didn't uh, say congratulations. And then we played the clip. And people did say congratulations, but in their head they're like, "Oh, everyone's just angry at us and out to get us. They're all they're all against us." And it's like, "Dude, it's in your head." Well, after I saw that, I wrote down that um, Mark plants the victim seed for the tree of excuses. Yes, here so it comes. Here it comes. It's about time they had a taste of what poor felt like. Welcome. They won fifty-five thousand dollars. We've won twenty-three thousand. Big difference. I'm assuming. I don't think that Elise has taken into account the extortion fees. That no, she got yeah, out we talked about, about that because I did a breakdown of the money they made on Facey a while back and they won more than that. But I did count a couple of things like that. Yeah. The extortion money. But oh. also there was a McCafe where they paid their trades for the day. Yeah, exactly. And that was estimated at like five grand. Um, also, with Tess there, they cut out the part where she yells at Jesse. He's not allowed to yes, be angry because he's rich goes, as yeah, well. Yeah, too right. And she's like, you still got money, go away. <laughs> All right, so now I'm going to play the part yes. where Mark starts All questioning right. it's people. It's clip time, baby. You're getting 50 an hour. <laughs> what are you getting? <laughs> Excuse me? You're not getting 50 an hour because you're both looking a bit weird. <laughs> Four weeks ago, I was told they would not make it, that they would present a house, house with plaster, and they clearly haven't. They've continued to be able to present with electrical, and they've got two trades there, Matt and Ryan, and they've been there for the last couple of weeks. So somehow something has been provided to assist them. It's kind of why we finish sort of last every week. Like it's literally been me and Luke and Tess yep. for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And like with all due respect, you know, you guys have had four or five people, which is yeah. which is great, but yep. it's 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 a up. massive strain on us, but that's why we've finished last. So we get slammed by Keith and Dan and everyone saying you're slow, you're slow, which is fair enough, but yep. it's been it's been us. The inside. So I thought that was really rude how he's hitting up um, Ryan about how much he's getting paid. Yeah. And then, it, like, Ryan makes a fair point where he's like, we always finish last. We've got no trades here. You've I mean, got so many. Yeah, I think it's fine. Like, some people think it's, like, a faux pas or rude to ask people how much they're earning. 
and I think it's it's maybe it's fine. Some people take it wrong, but then he presses them. Yeah, like if you don't, don't if, they, if you don't want to tell someone, if you go, oh yeah, how much are you making? And someone goes, I don't really want to say. Go, all right, cool. Yeah, that's fine. That's where the faux pas yeah. is committed. And then he's like, no, well, no, what fifty? What? Come on, tell me. Yeah, your face. Oh, is what's going on? And then he goes, oh, well, Tess and Luke, we're only gonna put plaster on, but but but, and then they want a room though. Yeah, uh, the thing is. They were on 50 bucks an hour. We don't know if they've been lowered since the they budget debate. We, they may have and been. And it's completely within the law for them to be down as low as like 30 bucks an hour-ish. Yeah, but Mitch and Mark go on where they're like, oh, we pay our trades all the money because they do a really good job. But it's like, if you do and you have that many trades, yeah. you should have been broke far before this. I don't exactly. care how good at organising you are. No. I don't care how good at budgeting you are. Yeah. If you're paying $50 an hour for five trades... Yep. That's $250 an hour. It adds up very quickly. Yeah, that's why I speculated they must have been getting quotes. But so then, you know, and the quotes were like good quotes or whatever. So they were shopping around getting a great quote. And then when people had to do a little extra work, they just did it without the hourly going up because they just quoted it and went, oh, we'll just do it for our quote. Yeah. Like that maybe would have worked. But if they've been paying hourly this whole time, well, and it's like Matt and Luke's, uh, Matt and Luke's, Tess and Luke's, same guys. Uh, Tess and Luke's uh, boys were saying, like, it's just me here, like... With Luke, yeah. Like, it was mostly just Maddie or Ryan. Ryan yeah. Whichever They've got one. Maddie this week. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's mostly just Ryan. Who would be cheaper because he's not the yeah. builder. Yeah. He's, an, he's their so best So, it's been carpenter. the one guy where, like he said, you've had four or five guys. Yeah. Like, even when, the like, uh, Mitch and Mark on verandas, like, we said it 20 times, it's like... Seven blokes for three days is heaps more than one bloke for five days. Yeah. This, I don't, they're like, oh, it's so much cheaper this way. And you're like, you've got seven blokes. So. Yeah. Well, it's so many. Yeah. Uh, hopefully by, we're getting close to the end of the series. So hopefully you'll learn the contestant's name shortly. No. Tess and Luke, it, Matt and Elise. We'll go on to a new series or whatever. And That's then I'll, I'll bother with those. Uh, so now we're going to get into the Jason where he's talking about dollars and cents and how they are over budget that house is finished you yeah. know what i mean yeah it's only the outside stuff's got it so yeah yeah you know i mean our bill was 11 grand for labor just for carpentry the mm. sparkies were there's 17 grand or something for two well for another sixteen thousand for two weeks mm. so i think they're seven and a half eight thousand yeah. in the red so straight away it's gone from being two grand in the red to eight grand yep so, if you did, I don't know if you heard there. So, it's 11K for carpentry and 17K for Sparky for two weeks. Yeah. You've got to throw a plumber in there, plasterers. Yeah. Um, but it was like, um, uh, I know it's a bit early to bring this up, but in the recap for tomorrow night or whatever, Matt was going off at Elise because she was getting all these like down lights or whatever. Yeah. At this point, just get a light in the middle of the goddamn room. Like, down lights cost so much more money for installation and all that with the sparky just get a single light in the middle of the bloody room yeah like less wires to stop run stop doing so down lights they've, they've done thousands of down lights if from day one you went all right let's not do down lights i reckon you'd be 50 grand in front on such a big build yeah it's crazy um so with him saying that the house inside's completely done like except for the defects 50 defects on the bottom floor yeah that's not completely done no they've still got to do that redo room yeah which they didn't actually say what one theirs was well, going to be. Well, maybe they're going to have to get Keithy in to do their skirts or whatever. Because Mitch and Mark can't do their own skirts. No. Like you're saying, like some of those skirts are just sitting there. They're cut, which is fine. And all you have to do is shoot them in and then gaps them and then paint them. Yeah. But 
Can they do that? We've what? seen them with a drill. Yeah, so you wouldn't want to put a nail gun in their hand. No, absolutely not. Um, the, yeah. All their artwork would be hung at the wrong height. <laughs> <laughs> so Elise made a pretty good point, and this is probably what made me turn to think that she hasn't been that bad recently, that uh, Mitch and Mark ride the wave of like, oh, we're the best, and all of it's going so well. But as soon as things go bad... They start, like, looking for excuses and questioning other people. Yeah, lashing out at And all the else. rest of it. And Elise sort of brings up the moral conundrum. Like, should she help them because she's a good person? Or should she just act like they act to teach yeah. them a lesson? No, it's like I was saying before where Mark's like, oh, I bet they're going to be, like, snarky at us. And you're like, you're, you're putting attributes onto these people. Yeah. They're not doing it. And then you act mean to them. Then they reciprocate. And you're like, see? Yeah. It's like and- every time, like... If there's a protest, like a friendly, uh, uh, private, uh, peaceful protest, then the cops come in, start tear gassing and smashing people, and then people fight back. They're like, see? Look how violent everyone is. Are you talking about Reagan? Yes. Oh, yeah, that dollop. Google that. You'll enjoy that. Um, so I'm just going to give Tess... Uh, listen to the dollop. <laughs> I'm just going to give... Yeah, it's a great podcast. I'm just going to give Tess a bit of a say because I think she pretty much sums up yeah, she, what she everyone's thinking. Here's Tess. Who is monitoring what here then? Because if we're getting slammed for stuff... And that's just happened. It's just... They've played the game. Yeah, no, it's like I sent you a message last night saying, um, Scotty's been yelling at all the wrong people. Like, and you were saying to me, like, Scotty has a go at Luke and Tess and Jesse. Yeah. And when it's um, Dan and Keithy who need it. A bit of a talking to. Yeah. Because the apparently the roof's still leaking. Yeah. And Mitch and Mark are the first ones to go broke and they need a talking to. But he's there having a go at everyone who's not at fault. Well, I think it's just a boomer looking after a boomer. Oh, yeah. I think it's just the old boys club old boy sticking club. together. Absolutely. Like, and it's the same thing online. You see everyone's just ripping on them because they're young. And like yep. they're, exa- they're acting exactly the same way without 30 years of extra maturity. Maturity? Yeah, exactly. The Yeah. The boys should be more mature than the just married young couple. Yeah. And everyone's like on online going, oh, Tess, oh, she's like so immature and whatever. And you're like, yeah, she's in her 20s. Yeah. Whereas the boys in their 50s, you're supposed to have grown out of that. But no one, like not no one, there's a lot of people, but there's a heap of people like going, no, what are you talking about? Mitch and Mark are the best. It's the other people are immature. And you're like, no one else has cut off their trades from other people. Everybody else, when they ask for a hand, like uh, when Luke needed a hand with the spray gun, straight over to Jesse's. Jesse's there to help him out. Last night, Dan needed a car. He rings up Jesse's. Like, can I borrow your car, man? I need to go. Straight in. But the thing that I put online that was getting a bit of traction was when um, Mitch and Mark went to Tess and Luke and they're like, you're not going to finish. Why even try? Like, that was a real beehole. Yeah, Work, no, it's a real gut punch. Yeah. Like, no, who cares about you guys? And now they're the first ones not finishing. So they should go over there like, why do you even care about your spa? You're not even going to finish. And then just kick him in the nuts. But like Tess and Luke, I feel, have every right to just carry on a little bit because they got treated that exact same way. Yeah, absolutely. No, but like they're always, yeah, they're always having a go. Like, you should grow up. And it's like, you guys are the ones acting the least mature. Yes. So. It's Yeah, and online just to see people going, no, Mitch and Mark are the greatest. And you're like, how? <laughs> they're acting ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, like, I've seen Tess with a tool having a go. Yeah. Like, she tried to do the deck. We didn't see Mitch and Mark doing their own deck. No. Also... Tess is heaps funnier than Mitch. Even if she did the same amount as Mitch, 
she's at least funnier. <laughs> That's like, true. if all she did was shop and complain, at least she's funny when she does it. Yeah. Uh, did you have any other thoughts on the episode? Uh, no, it's just uh, interesting to see that there's still maybe some more leakies coming. Oh, I just, I can't believe that. Like, Keith and Dan, you're doing defects. Maybe you should defect your own work. Absolutely. They should just be covered in stickers. <laughs> well, uh, on Mitch and Mark's walls, like, they literally should have just got the tape out and just put massive squares. The yeah. amount of, like, single yeah. tape that was on there That would have taken ages. Yeah, so, you're like, what? what are you doing? But, it's ridiculous. So... But anyway, are they oh, going to do that in every goddamn house? Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe Dan will finally go. Wow, these houses are really big. I didn't realise till I had to put a spot of tape every inch. <laughs> <laughs> Much bigger than ours. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can get us on Facebook at Maximum Blockage, Maximum Blockage at Outlook.com, or get, get on Twitter. Twitter. Bredo's, Bredo's going to be on there. I threw a little tweet up yesterday. It was yeah, plugging the podcast, but nice. That's about all well, I can it's do. It's all you have to do. Plug um, that pod. I think that's all we got to say. Absolutely. Bye. Bye. <laughs> we want one tradesperson per blue spot. We do. We do. And if we go negative yep. 800 grand, then I guess that's not our problem.